Well, hey, everybody, welcome to another week of the Scriptures Revealed podcast. I am so excited that you guys have decided to join me for another week. I'm going to jump right in the teaching for today because, again, I always have a lot to share in a short amount of time. But be sure to share this. Be sure to continue to get the word out there about this podcast and how it is changing your lives. I am enjoying watching and reading the reviews and the comments that you leave on social media about how this is impacting you changing you, making you fall more in love with Jesus. That's probably the number one thing that I am seeing above all that I am teaching and doing. Number one, what is happening is that people are falling in love with Jesus again, and people are falling in love with his word, because when you journey into the word of God, the more you love it, the more you're going to love him, and the more you love him, the more you're going to love his word, and so I want to encourage you to stay in there. That is my encouragement to you guys as we is stay in there, stay committed to the word of God, stay committed to its process in you, stay committed to its work in you, because the Bible says that he that begun a good work in you, he is going to finish it. And I know sometimes when you're in the middle of a transformation process and you are in the middle of coming out and going into, you need to be encouraged that there is a finish line. There is a finish line for you and the finisher is at work in your life. Rejoice today. Rejoice in the fact that he doesn't just offer things. He is not just alpha. He is not just the beginning, but he is also the finisher and he is also the omega and he is also uh, the end of a thing. So he is going to bring that thing to completion in your life. Now we are in this season going through what I'm calling the apostles doctrine. And these are the 19 mysteries that the apostles had a responsibility of managing and stewarding and indoctrinating the church with so that they could be strong and they can be uh, mature. As a matter of fact, the message today is about maturity. It's about growing into the perfection that God has called you into. And it's not human perfection. It is divine perfection. And so that is what we're going to labor into. If you missed other episodes, you want to be sure to go back and listen to them because we've covered the mission mystery of the will of God. We've covered the mystery of God. We've covered the mystery of the Father. And we've covered the mystery of Christ. And today I want to talk to you guys about the mystery of Christ in you. The mystery of Christ in you. So let's go over to the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians, you can see I'm going to it as well. All right, the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 25 through 29. And I'm reading out of the uh, NRSV version this week. I became its servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known. The mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. I want you to pay attention to that. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery. Which is what? Which What is this mystery? This mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil and struggle with all the energy that he powerfully inspires within me. Paul, you gotta, I want you to go 
the rest of this week, the, I want you to go the rest of this week meditating on those verses and thinking about that the riches of the glory of this mystery, that this mystery that I, we're talking about today has riches attached to it. There's riches, there's wealth, there's treasures attached to it. And this mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so the, the power and Paul then goes on and says that the, the power of this mystery is so that he or, or so that we can be presented as perfect, as mature in Christ. This mystery is going to bring us into maturity. So let me, let's help us. Uh, we're going to go on a journey and we're going to walk through this mystery. This mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So in order to understand this mystery, we've got to understand that the purpose of Christ being in us was to give us a hope of glory. It was to give us an expectation about glory because glory was robbed from us. We lost glory. When we got kicked out of the Garden of Eden, we lost glory. Okay, so in order to understand that, we need to go over to the book of Romans. Go over to the book of Romans and Romans chapter three is where we're going to be working from Romans three. And let's look at uh, verse 19. It says, now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world may be held accountable to God. I love the way that the King James puts it. He says that the whole world can be found guilty before God. The whole world will be found guilty before God. What what is what is Paul saying here in this verse 19 is that the God always uses representatives. Whenever you look in the scriptures, God has always worked with a representative. Yes, we've all been given the spirit of God. Yes, we've all been given equal standing ground in the presence of God as believers. And yes, we've all been made kings and priests or made a kingdom of priests in, in God's kingdom. But God has always worked with a representative. Adam, the Adam's name means man or man. Mankind. So Adam represented mankind. Abraham was a representative. Moses was a representative. And so what, what Paul then shines the light on is that the nation of Israel was a representative of the people of God and a representative of the whole world. That's what Paul says in, in here. We'll talk in coming weeks about the nation of Israel and God's thoughts about it. But today I want you to understand that in this verse, he's saying that the nation of Israel were representatives for the whole world. And so he gave them the law and and, and gave them his standard. Pay attention to that. He gave them his standard and they could not meet the standard. Something in them made them incapable of of, of living up to the standard of God. And so because of that they were held accountable to God. They were found guilty before God. And God said it this way, or God put it this way. I'm going to make Israel represent the entire world. That if Israel cannot live up to my standard, then neither can the world. And you may say, oh, well, that's unfair. That's unjust. No, because I assure you, you can find yourself in the nation of Israel. You can find yourself. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you think about yourself. Everybody in the world can find an identity in the nation of Israel. Because in that nation, you had people that started out with God and then they walked away from God. You also 
also had people that the Bible says they walked blameless before the Lord. So everybody just wasn't living for hell. Some people were actually trying. And then some people uh, in Israel, they serve multiple gods. And so they could never get it right. And they could never stay committed. And they could never be loyal. And then they, uh, if you read through the Old Testament, you're going to find that they crafted a religion of convenience for them. So instead of abiding by the standards and the principles and the laws of God, they created a religion. And they created a relationship with God that was based on their convenience. So they did whatever seemed right in, in whoever eyes and whatever was comfortable for you and whatever made you feel good and whatever seemed right to you then that's what you did I'm telling you everybody can find their identity in that nation and the and the Bible says that nation did not live up to the standard they were found guilty before God watch this so look at verse 20 for no human being will be justified in his sight by deeds prescribed by the law for through the law comes the knowledge of sin. So the only thing the nation of Israel came into because of the law was a knowledge of sin. They came into a knowledge of sin. All they knew is how they would fail. All they knew is that we are guilty. All they knew is that we keep ending up in cycles after cycles after cycles. Watch verse 21. But now apart from law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed and is attested by the law and the prophets. Look at verse 22. 22 is going to bless you. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Now let me give you the right translation for this. And you can do studies on your own and you're going to verify this if you want to but verse 22 actually reads like this in the original language the righteousness of God watch this through the faith of Jesus Christ for all who believe I am righteous you are righteous watch this through the faith of Jesus Christ notice also in the book of Romans at the end it talks about how anything that is not a faith is of sin Anything that's not of faith is sin. And the Bible says that Jesus knew no sin. Even when he walked the planet, he knew no sin. So if Jesus knew no sin, that means that everything that Jesus did was done in faith, was done by faith, was done of faith. Jesus was a faith guy. So when Jesus healed, he healed by faith. When Jesus flowed in the gifts of the Spirit, he flowed in the gifts of the Spirit by faith. And when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he went there by faith. When Jesus went to the cross, he went to the cross by faith. He went to hell by faith. He received your judgment by faith. And what happened? Everything Jesus did was by faith. So watch this. I'm righteous. <laughs> this is going to bless you. I'm righteous and you are righteous, not because of how much faith you have, but because you have. Watch this. It says through the faith of Jesus Christ for all who believe. My job is to believe Jesus. And then Jesus's job was to have enough faith to make me righteous. Jesus's job was to get on that cross and, and and if he died and he did and he died on the cross and didn't have faith it would have been in vain if he went to the grave without faith it would have been in vain if he went to hell without faith it would have been in vain if he rose from the dead without faith it would have been in vain because Jesus's responsibility was to have enough faith to make me righteous I'm righteous because Jesus not only did it what was necessary to make me righteous he had the faith to make me righteous and my job is to believe Jesus 
We have made faith so hard and such a struggle, but faith is not about you believing God for stuff. Faith is not about you believing God for things. Faith is about, do you believe Jesus? Do you believe in the Christ in you? Do you believe in the Christ in you? That's all you have to do. No, I I may not have enough faith for my miracle, but I do believe Jesus. No, I may not have enough faith to break depression, but I do believe Jesus. No, I do. I may not have enough faith to come out of condemnation and to come out of guilt and to come out of the pit of despair I am, but I do have enough faith in Jesus, and Jesus has enough faith to break depression, has enough faith to deliver me, has enough faith to rescue me, has enough faith to break condemnation off of me, Jesus has enough faith. Watch this. It says, for, for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Now, this is what I, where we're coming to. Since all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He says, hey, this is why this applies to everybody is because all of us have fallen short of the glory of God, of the glory of God. So what does Christ in you does is that he makes you righteous because of how much faith he had. He made you righteous and you've been missing the mark. You've been missing the mark of what? Because that's what sin is. Sin means to miss the mark. Why did I need to be saved from my sins? Because I was missing the mark. And what was the mark? The mark was the glory of God. The mark was the glory of God. Why was it that the nation of Israel could never live up to the standard of God consistently? Is because they were missing the mark. They were missing the mark of God's glory. Watch this. Now, I'm almost out of time, so let me help you here. Let me show you what the glory of God is. When you look at the word glory... In the, in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the root word of the word glory means think and it means opinion. So yes, if you, if you study that, you're going to find honor. You're going to find majesty. You're going to find splendor. You're going to find brightness. But the root of the word is think and opinion. What is the glory of God? The glory of God is the manifestation of God's wealth and riches. Watch this. And what is his wealth and riches? It is the manifestation of the perfect thoughts of God. <laughs> that is the glory of God. So when we say, hey, the glory of God is in the room, what is in the room? It is the manifestation of God's perfect thoughts. That's why when glory shows up, healing shows up because God's perfect thoughts about you is that he wants you whole. That's why when God's glory shows up, deliverance can happen because God's perfect thoughts about you is that you are free. The glory of God is the manifestation of the perfect thoughts of God. So watch this. What is sin? Sin is when I miss the mark of God's perfect thoughts for me. Sin is when I miss the mark of God's perfect thoughts of me. So what is the mystery of Christ in you? Paul said in the book of Galatians, I'm in travail until Christ be formed in you. Why does Christ need to be formed in us? Why is the Christ in us so mysterious? Why is Christ in us so powerful? It's because the mystery of Christ in you is that he, Christ living in you, restores your hope to hit the mark. It restores your hope to live out God's perfected thoughts concerning you. So the more you grow and the more you mature and the more you develop, you're going to move into glory and you go and you're going to go from glory to glory. What is that? You're going to go from one thought of God to another thought of God to another thought of God. When God's thoughts invaded the planet, the Bible says lightnings appear. And if you look at the brain 
and, and you do uh, uh, studies of the brain, the brain is always, there's signals going to the brain. And if you look at it, it's almost like lightning. That's why when the God's glory in, in, invaded the earth, it was like lightning. It was the, the sparks of God's brain. It was, it came as a cloud. It came as a fire because God's brain is just massive. It's all consuming. The Bible says that his thoughts outnumber the sands on the sea. I'm telling you, his mind is expanding. His mind is so beyond our comprehension. And yet the glory of God is when his mind, his perfected thoughts about you begin to manifest. Christ in you, the mystery of Christ in you is that he has given you the ability now, the hope, the expectation the aim to live out the perfected thoughts of God concerning you. Well, guys, I am out of time. Thank you guys for joining me this week. I hope that enlightened you, encouraged you, inspired you to let the Christ in you live big. I mean, have faith in Christ. Don't worry about having faith for stuff and having faith for things. Have enough faith in Jesus and then let Jesus develop in you God's glory. Let Jesus have enough faith to release glory in your life. Your only concern is to believe in him and then your life can be changed and transformed don't forget to share this don't forget to comment on my social media pages and and leave reviews to let me know how this episode has blessed you and how it is encouraging you and don't forget uh to just invite other people to be a part of allowing the word of god to change them because that's what the word does it changes and it transforms our lives thank you for joining me this week and i will see all of you the same time at the same place next week god bless Thank you.